In 2019, the Minnesota Vikings selected what was described as the best prospect at his position in a decade. This man is still on this team today. Let's talk about him. Welcome to Minnesota Sports Talk. I'm your host, Dave. You can follow me on Twitter at SkullWorld and at MN Sports Podcast. You can also follow me on Facebook, SkullWorld. Now go down, click like, click subscribe, leave a comment. Please leave a comment after the show today. I want to hear what you think. And ring the bell so you never miss a show. Now let's get started. It is not often a player is universally despised. We've had like a Matt Khalil. People didn't like him. Um, it's hard to tell why you don't like a player. Well, there's no doubt why the Vikings don't. Vikings fans do not like this player. Is because of the buildup and the disappointment of it all, and that was 2019 NFL draft pick to the Minnesota Vikings, Garrett Bradbury. In some cases, he was billed as a generational center um, draft pick, a prospect, a generational type of player. At least though, they said best prospect, uh, and you hear this before, the best prospect in a decade. You, that gets thrown out every once in a while. They said the same thing about the center coming out this year from, I think, Iowa. So the Vikings fans clamoring for offensive line and just not not hitting on players and in the defensive or the offensive line just struggling in in some cases. 2018 we had the worst run run offense in the league. We were like 30th, and then you know we're having in our offensive line coach died that the summer before the 2008 season. So here we are, struggling in 2018. We decided to draft Garrett Bradbury for 2019. And he's been our center since the rookie year. He's had, he was 16 games started in 2019, 16 games started in 2020, 13 games last year. He almost lost his starting job, right? But because of offensive guard was so weak at right guard, he got to keep his position, and the backup center moved out to right guard because it just we needed it. So now we're now it's 2022. Garrett Bradbury is still considered the starting center of the Minnesota Vikings. We did not, we did not, um, we did not take up his fifth year option on his contract so this is his fourth year in his contract year and he has a lot to play for now how did he attack it now let's so let's let's start back when he was a prospect and go over some things and the reasons why we drafted him now in 2019 we were drafting a 306 pound center now what we have right now is a 295-pound center, or 290, I think he listed it at, 
let's actually look at his quote. Let's read. Let's read um, Chris Tom Thomason. He says Garrett Bradbury admitted he he has to be more consistent. Said he played two ninety five last year and is now three hundred five three ten. I'm putting on weight, so I'm feeling really good. Said he put on weight by lifting and eating beef and ice cream, just eating everything that I can. So. Last year, he played at 295. We drafted him at 306. Now, here's some measurables from him. He's 6'3", good height. You don't need to be super tall, but he's means you're a little bit bigger. We've had shorter centers like Sullivan. Um, 6'3", 306 pounds, 31 and 3 quarter inch arms. Not the longest arms in the world. That was a little bit of a setback. Uh, hands, 10 and a half. Those are huge hands. Um, so that's... Those are all po- that's a positive for him. 40 yard dash, 492. That's good for an offensive lineman. Uh, bench press 34, also good. Aaron Donald, 35, you know, defensive tackle. Aaron Donald, 35. So he's almost as strong as Aaron Donald in that in that uh, aspect. Of course, players with shorter arms tend to have a better bench press. Uh, vertical jump. 31, also very good for a lineman. Broad jump, 104 inches, also very good for a 300-pound man. Three-cone drill, 741. You'll find that that's to be one of the better three-cone drills for a lineman, his size. 20-yard shuttle, 453, also very good for a lineman his size. So he's got explosive numbers. He's he's mobile, and you'll see and you'll see that talked about in his his run game. Now. Let's look at what the strengths were in his draft profile. Good lean muscle mass and core strength. Good to see. Now he's smart. They they talk about it, you know, how he works out basically by saying that. And that's hopefully what he did to put on this weight that he supposedly did in the offseason. Now is it five or is it ten pounds? I want to know. Former tight end with above average athletic talent. Again, also good coming into the league. Fluid mover who can coach or who can reach, pull, and climb successfully. He was often known as the Grim Reacher, and that's a that's where where you you almost pull, but you the line slides, and you're doing that to cut off the defensive tackle. So you might move to the right and then cut off the, the defensive tackle, and the, and thus you don't have to use you have a a. a you have an advantage. You have a man-on-man advantage if you're moving away and leaving and leaving the end free or the outside edge rusher free as you're running the running to the right side because you're moving over. Everybody's moving over one guy to block him, and that's reaching. And he was very good at it. Yeah, plus reactive athleticism for sudden switch from one block to the next. You could say that. You know, in his run, in his running, uh, blocking ability, impressive body control, jumps off tape. Again, all th- all things that he was known for. Ready hands and quick to find target in the run or pass. Again, good quality. Grip strength, the snatch, center, and sustained blocks probably has a lot to do with his hand size and strength. Uh, quick recognitions, response against gaming defensive fronts. They all say he's smart. And reactive, you know, there's things that we'll talk about what he's not good at and what stands out. Won't overset and pass pro and maintains mirror. 
we'll find out. Yeah. That he's not known for his pass blocking, so this might have been a miss on that. Nose tackle catch those hands in their chest early in their rush. He has short arms, so you know, nose tackle has long arms is gonna have an advantage of him. And Akeem Hicks would just put him in the lap of Kirk Cousins. I don't so that's a little difficult to believe. Footwork and upper body power redirect gap rushers. Power and Garrett Bradbury were not synonymous. Uh, agility to recover from a poor start to his rep. He does have agility. That's not a doubt there. Uh, weaknesses. Falls slightly below NFL size average for the position. Also true. Um, not too bad, though. Uh, forward lean into pass sets could open him up to counters. Probably. He's not a good pass protector. Regularity of punch mechanics make him predictable for hand encounters. Uh, pass protection benefited from quick game and play action attack. Should give ground to gain ground on initial zone steps to prevent penetration. It, apparently he didn't. That's why it's a weakness. Rushes lateral movement at times. Uh, run blocking gets top heavy with excessive leaning. Not sure about that. Doesn't get much movement as a drive blocker. You know, he's uh, he's more of a position guy. Won't be able to get away. Grabs and holds on second level in the NFL. I don't think he's been known to be a big penalty um, guy. So, yeah, who knows about that? So those are the strengths and weaknesses. You could debate those or not. What we know is that he's not a very good pass protector and he's an average you know, slightly better run blocker because of his because of the scheme and his mobility. He fits the runs run schemes that he's been in. However, he gets beat on pass protection, and Cousins is, can't step up in the pocket, so he's just not having a clean pocket. And we all know that Kirk Cousins is excellent when he's got a clean pocket, and below average when he doesn't, and because he doesn't throw off script. So th- those are things about Garrett Bradbury. Now, what's encouraging is that he says, "Hey, Garrett Bradbury does not have a great anchor when it comes to a you know a bull rush up the middle from you know from a nose tackle. So you're gonna if you're gonna play defense against the Vikings, you put a nose tackle as big a guy as you can right up front on Bar- Garrett Bradbury, and you're gonna shove him back into Kirk Cousins every time on pass on pass uh, protection." So Gary Bradbury says, hey, I'm in my contract here. I've already blown my chance to get in the fifth year of my contract. Um, they're giving me an opportunity to be the starting center. And that was brought up in the opening press conferences with with uh, O'Connell. He mentioned four guys that are locks. And we know he didn't say them by name, but we know he meant everybody but the right guard. And, that's, and so that was a big... You know, win for Garrett Bradbury. Now, Chris Reed is actually playing um, second-team center at, and getting snaps there for the potential of him uh, winning the job, maybe. But I think it's more of as a backup in case, you know, in case he uh, goes down. Because Chris Reed's still competing at right guard. Um, I think, you know, I think, uh, I think they're giving him opportunity because he still has talent. He was drafted for a reason that high. Obviously, it's looked at as a reach now. But if he puts on this weight and he's committed to getting stronger, and that that could happen. 
that that is something you could do. You could get stronger. Um, technique is a harder thing to do. I don't think he's been known for having bad technique. He's just been manhandled. Now his issue, and if he can get stronger, he was already a you know physically strong guy coming out of college. Thirty four reps on the you know is good, it, especially for a center. So, is it smart giving Garrett Bradbury this opportunity? I think it was a, uh, I think it was a, uh, I think it was thought of as that it w- was the intelligent thing to do because he was on the roster. We had limited options. There, um, honestly, there was plenty of opportunity to get a center out of this free agency, but they were like, "Hey, let's spend our resources elsewhere because we got a first round, off, you know, first round center on our team." So this may work out. Let's hope it works out. I am a Viking fan, and I want Garrett Bradbury to be a be the guy and be good. I don't want him to be bad. I don't want him to you know leave and go somewhere else and be good. I'm hoping he's good here. If he's bad here, then yeah, switch him with Chris Reed, and let's go. Let's next man up. But um, if he if he's done what he said he's done, and he improves on his anchor, and that's his biggest deal. Is in pass protection, he just gets beat up. I'm, I'm, I'll be his biggest fan. If he, if he, I'll forget, I'll take back everything I said about him. If he comes back and bees his and becomes the potential we thought he was going to be when he got drafted. That's it for today. This is Minnesota Sports Talk. I'm your host, Dave. You can follow me on Twitter at Skullworld, at MN Sports Podcast, and also on uh, Facebook, Skullworld. Click like, click subscribe, ring that bell. Make sure you leave a comment. I want to hear what you think. I know, I know what it's gonna be like, but uh, hey, let's. I want to hear what you want to say about Garrett Bradbury. He's been disappointing. Let's hope he's a. Let's hope he does the best he can this year, and uh, we go win a Super Bowl. Talk to you later.